today's Leading Women episode 642 with the wonderful Nadia Tarasi. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes. Did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing. Talking to wonderful women every day here at today's Leading Women. Want to learn how I did? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Nadia Teresi. Nadia Teresi is an MBA, MA, CPCC, and a multimedia producer turned executive coach who dramatically improved her own focus and relationship with food through micronutrition and wanted to help others do the same. She founded Micronourish after her quest to improve her focus, digestion, and eating led her to learn about the importance of micronutrients and gut health. With a career background as a media producer and executive coach, Nadia never imagined she would end up producing nutrient formulas. But the micronourish system is the perfect combination of her long-held passions, understanding how the mind works, focusing on alternative and nutritional health solutions, looking at individuals from a holistic perspective, and supporting people to be their best, brightest selves. To learn more, visit www.micronourish.com. Again, that's www.micronourish.com. Women of the world, Miss Nadia Terassi. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for the uh, warm welcome. I'm absolutely delighted to be here and very much appreciate the invitation. I am delighted to have you in the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Nadia, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with micro-nourish uh, system. Um, you are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some uh, few questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them. But these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to stop one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Yes, well, you know, Micronourish is a nutrient system of three formulas that work together to feed the brain and nourish the gut. The goal being to help support focus, mental clarity, and mood balance. Um, there's a mounting body of research that connects micronutrients and gut health to the overall state of your mind and well-being. And so uh, the, the system, the micronourish system was developed to make feeding the brain and balancing the gut accessible and practical. So. We've got 36 micronutrients in our flagship formula core, which allows one multinutrient to remember rather than kind of multiple supplement bottles. 
Uh, we also have a magazine that has articles on it that we talk about the four pillars of brain-gut balance, eating, mind, digestion, and energy, and we invite experts and various holistic experts to talk about their expertise on lifestyle strategies to help achieve balance across those four pillars. Um, you mentioned, you know, people not knowing where to start, and I think that that really brings me to uh, what I consider the most important part, part of starting, which is really collaborating with those experts that maybe know a lot more than you do in the early, in the early stages. And that's really what helped me get off the ground, definitely. Um, I love what I'm hearing about your business and how this one, uh, the idea came about, how do you, how you mail it to what it is right now and your focus in, in to the, the area of micronutrients, micronutrition and, um, and with all of this, uh, the, the benefits of the brain and gut, uh, focusing on the brain and gut health, great niche that you have there, great that you have this one out there, but what continues to inspire you in doing this business? Oh, uh, you know, um, if you mentioned kind of in your wonderful introduction, which I greatly appreciate, Micronourish was really born out of my own transformative experience um, and really wanting to share the benefits with others so that they could come to the solutions faster than I did. Um, you know, I have overcome an eating disorder myself, and I lived for a long time achieving uh, uh, kind of what I always say is despite myself. So I often had feelings of overwhelm and chaos and um, you know, having to sort of pull all-nighters to get my work done because that's how I could get in the zone. Um, and, you know, through a lot of inquiry, through my work as an executive coach, I became very interested in brain health, and I started taking a broad spectrum of the micronutrients that are now in our flagship formula, and they just had such a profound impact on my focus, my digestion, my relationship with food, and my overall just sense of outlook and um, balance. And so I, I learned I'd clearly been walking around with a micronutrient deficiency for a long time, uh, and I just couldn't believe the impact. And I really felt there's so many people out there that are probably walking around with micronutrient deficiencies that they're perfectly convinced are real feelings. Uh, and so I really became mission-driven to help spread the education about the importance of micronutrients and brain-gut balance in being your best self. Mm, so helping spread the importance of uh, gut and brain health through micronutrition, through micronourishment. Um, what an inspiration that one is. Great that you shared that one with us. But let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? <laughs> I think my, uh, you know, they say in property, it's location, location, location. I think in starting a business, it's tenacity, tenacity, and tenacity. Now, I'm not sure that there's many more personality traits than that. I, I don't really believe that entrepreneur is something that... Um, I am or that you are, I think it's something that we do. I think everybody has an entrepreneur in them for something, you know, that's something they're passionate about. And when you find that thing that you're passionate about, I think you just simply don't consider giving up, no matter what challenges come your way. And I think that's what's really brought micro-nourish to life, is that it just never occurred to me when we face challenges along the way to try something else or to move away from this because I was passionate enough to just keep going despite the odds. 
Mm, yes, tenacity is really a big trait that uh, we as entrepreneurs uh, all have, um, especially for uh, for us who are doing it uh, as a passion because our passion really drives the tenacity. We have that, that inspiration, that, that uh, drive, that passion in you that you have something that is so valuable you want to get out there. That tenacity trait really helps you along, further along. So great traits here that um, Nadia just shared with us and the good news is that we can all cultivate and adapt them into our lives so thanks for sharing those all right, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as an entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being and to get to those challenges it takes a very special person and our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Yeah. Well, you know, I always say that the number one challenge that I face is that I can't duplicate myself to be in many places at once. And no matter how many times I try, you know, I will double book my schedule. I will try to fit as many things in. And I always learn the same lesson. You know, um, I always joke that if I had 10 of me, I could you know, manage everything. And that one of those would be at the gym and meditating and chopping more vegetables. And <laughs> um, so I, I definitely think it's a daily tension deciding where to be, what to prioritize. And I'm sure that's one that everybody listening also feels. Um, more specific to my own business, I would say um, an operational challenge that I had to really overcome was learning how to navigate the SDA landscape, having come into this new industry. Um, so just learning a lot of the rules uh, uh, around sort of those regulatory bodies and making sure that we are making realistic statements about the power of nutrition and health and not misleading anybody. Um, that, that's, been a, that's been a big learning curve for me and a very exciting one, but definitely a challenge. Now, let's see. I think you asked me for, for three challenges, so let's think a third one. I think my third challenge would probably be, you know, finding the best people for the job at the exact time that you need them. So I found like in the early stages, we would meet great experts who were kind of bigger than we could work with at the time. And then as you grow, um, finding that balance and finding people that kind of match your culture and your passion. I love to work with people, um, even if their expertise is in digital marketing or in administration, who are really passionate about what we're doing, who take our formulas, who give them to their friends and family, so that we've just got a real culture around micro-nourishment as a, as a goal and a mission, um, as opposed to just sort of getting the job done. So that's definitely been a challenge and one that's been really fun to seek out those kinds of people, but it's definitely a challenge. Mm, yes, I mean, finding the right person. I love the way you word it at the right time when you need them. And yeah, whether that be you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, yes, finding the right team is a challenge. Um, but the good thing is that when we are sharing our challenges and the lessons that we've learned, we are learning from each other. So let's learn from the lessons that Nada just shared with us so that when they do happen to us, we now know what to do. All right, let's just switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is 
how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance? Yeah. And what are you some know, your last question about the challenges I was saying about duplicating myself, and you had asked me how I uh, actually addressed that, and I don't think I answered it. And I think my way of addressing it has been to learn what the different priorities I have in my life are, what the different roles that I play. And I'm trying and always trying to become more disciplined about being fully engaged in one thing at a time. So whether that's at work, choosing key projects for the day to achieve, or whether it's saying I'm spending time with my family or my friends or unplugging or having fun or playing music and saying, that's what I'm doing. So not checking my phone every five minutes, um, you know, to really learn how to unplug. So I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a perfect work-life balance. I'm, I'm not sure that's realistic in the early stages of a business either. But I think the notion of understanding and choosing which particular role you're playing at any given time and then giving that your full attention and energy is has definitely been really key for me. Mm, love uh, love that tips that you shared with us being practicing being fully engaged and choosing what it is that you're going to focusing at that time and being fully present being fully engaged at that moment whether that be you're working on your business whether that be you're spending time with your family or even having your me time really practice mindfulness or being truly engaged in the moment being present actually and yes i have to keep reminding myself because a lot i mean most of the time i'm sure we all share this we love to multitask but know that multitasking will not increase your productivity at all i've learned this already that wow <laughs> and don't you learn the lesson again and again doesn't you know i find that you you it's one of those lessons i just keep learning Exactly. And it is really a practice. So thanks for sharing those tips. All right. Let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And when that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Yeah, I think it's really interesting that you speak about the concept of success in terms of emotional success, too. Um, I often, you know, when I used to coach, people would talk a lot about kind of what's your big purpose in life. And I, I started really thinking that it's about more about having a purpose each day and kind of knowing which direction that you're going in is what I saw in my clients and in myself really brings actually the most purpose. Um but for me, I would say the biggest measure of success with micronourishing, and it might sound cheesy, but it's how many people were actually able to help. You know, when somebody tells me that they've had a transformative impact from absorbing micronutrients and they feel better and they feel like their best selves, it's so rewarding and it, it, it keeps driving me. And, you know, particularly in the industry that I'm in, the supplement industry has a lot of single bottle sales. There's a lot of companies out there who are... You, who sell en masse bottles that end up probably sitting on people's shelves. I mean, we've all had supplements, I think, that have sat on our, our bottom shelves. It's sort of a bit like gym membership 
you know, when people don't go to the gym. Um, I, I'm really not interested in that part. I'd love to see micro-nourish grow, but I'm not interested in just bottle sales. I really want to build a community of people who genuinely feel the benefits of our formulas and feel supported in making better lifestyle choices. You know, I'm very driven by thinking, if only I'd known the stuff that I know, you know, 10 years ago or 20 years ago, how that could have changed things for me. Um, and so I really measure success more by the growth of that community than by the single bottle sales that we might kind of get monthly. And that's also, it's a really nice measure to have because, you know, business can be tough. And when looking at numbers, it can, can be a difficult day for everybody, you know, particularly in the early stages of business. And, um, you know, that's really what kept us going through those sort of tougher days in the beginning to, um, to be able to measure our success by the stories that we received, by the feedback that we got. Um, and, and, you know, just continue to keep us going, really. Yes, absolutely. I mean, nothing is so inspiring and gratifying and fulfilling than getting great feedback from our happy customers, from our happy clients, because of the impact that uh, of what we are putting out there, of the value that we're providing there. Absolutely. I truly believe that that's the true essence of success. All right, I know you've given us a lot of tips already, but I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously get some lessons learned under your bout of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start yeah. all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a yeah. class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Oh, yes. I mean, you could definitely keep me on the phone for an hour talking about, you know, mistakes that you can avoid <laughs> um, that I'd be happy to share. But top three, um, the first one that comes to mind is just, you know, it's our team motto. So that's why that one's easy. My, it actually came from my dad who always tells me a hair over a hair makes a beard, you know, one hair at a time. And, um, you know, I really, I saw this when I was coaching and, and I see this in myself too. It's very easy to get caught in the big picture and the big vision and the ideas and to find that overwhelming on a daily basis as to what task to begin with. And so I really try to um, tell other people, I really work with it myself, is to, is to put, the, put the big vision aside on a daily basis and don't get paralyzed by it. Um, for those people that I've seen be successful, they have been able to somehow take the big picture and then zoom down to a daily set of tasks and a first goal and have a discipline to say, okay, we're just going to start with this market. We're just going to start with these first goals and put everything into them rather than starting to try to do the, you know, pull the whole vision off at once. So I think that's definitely something that I've learned along the way. Definitely some of it the hard way. I've definitely gone the long road around um, some of the places, but it's something that I feel like I'm getting better at and I, I always tell other people when they um, are uh, starting a business, just don't, don't get paralyzed by the big picture. Focus on the first target and let the rest unfold. You know, if you can think small, you can change the world. <laughs> That's kind of what I would say. Um, so that was my first. My second um, 
would it's slightly more operational, which is um, to learn the elements of contract. Uh, you know, I'm really astonished that business schools don't include contract law in their core curriculum often. And I think understanding legal lingo and knowing when you're putting your pen to paper what it is that you're signing is really empowering when you're starting a business. And it's also really important so that you make sure that the papers that you're signing reflect the deals that you want to make. Um, and so I personally have found, you know, learning about sort of legal frameworks and about contracts extremely um, helpful and empowering as a, as, a, as a business starter. And then I guess the third would be as, you know, as somebody who writes about brain-gut balance all the, the, the time, I guess it would be a miss for me not to mention your gut and trusting your gut. Uh, you know, there's a reason that we call the gut the second brain. There's a lot of scientific research backing the fact that, you know, the feelings you have in your gut reflect your emotional state. And um, I personally found that when I made sort of slightly wrong turns, it's because I didn't listen to some little voice in my head or little gut instinct that something wasn't right. And when things have gone swimmingly, I've just known it from the beginning. Um, and so I think that's advice that, particularly in the early stages, I think you, it, it's very easy to not trust your gut in the early stages because you're questioning everything. But, you know, to try to create those quiet spaces where you can really listen to your gut instinct um, and to that voice, because no matter what external voices you have contributing um, and giving you feedback, uh, to, to really use your own gut as your compass. So, was that it? Is that the three? Mm, golden nuggets in those tips that you shared with us. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to not get paralyzed with the big picture. I mean, it's uh, acting to saying that baby steps your way and look at it in uh, the steps, the small steps you can do every day to move you forward to that vision that you have and not get, not let that big picture vision paralyze you from doing anything because not taking action is not going to get you anywhere too close to achieving the vision that you have. The second one is to learn the elements of contracts and the legal lingo. Yes, I have learned this my, myself too. Because um, really, but the good thing is that there are experts out there, legal experts that we can go to for help. I know this is not more often. This is not our um, expert. Uh, it's beyond our expertise. But the good thing is that there are people there that we can go to. And but really understand what are you signing, especially if you are working with contract contractor workers or even in terms of your business the business entity itself really important to learn that the elements of the contracts and the wordings and the, what it entails for your business that's really important and legal side of our business and of course trusting your gut yeah i echo what Nadia just shared with us really important to trust your gut trust your intuition because in that it knows what's best for you. And I have proven this over and over again. Those days when I don't trust my gut, oh, I ended up regretting it. So really learn to trust your gut and really pay attention to it. Really listen and be aware of what it's telling you. Great tips here that Nada just shared with us. Let's take action on them today. And I'll make sure to have them on our show notes. Last but not least, Nadia, share our listeners that one woman out there that you admire the most and why. Oh, that's a tough one. You know, I always find that a really tough question. I've been asked it a lot. And I, I find it tough because I'm usually most touched by, you know, women who are working quietly to change the world. You know, when I hear about women spearheading women's rights initiatives in countries where it's dangerous to do so, 
or creating educational programs, you know, in, in economies where they don't have resources to support them, etc. But, you know, today I actually, um, someone is on my mind today, uh, which is Goldie Hawn, because I've actually recently learned about her foundation, uh, the Hawn Foundation, which actually goes into schools and teaches teachers um, through a program called Mind Up, neuroscience, positive psychology, social and emotional learning, and mindfulness, so that those teachers can empower children with tools um, that they can use really for their for their whole lives um, around mindfulness and managing their emotional well-being. And I think that's just such a wonderful initiative. And you know, it, it hasn't got maybe as much uh, high profile as you you might think. Or someone like Goldie Holmes. I'm so excited because, as I mentioned earlier on the call, you know, I often think, what if I had known these tools 20 years ago? And I just think it's such an exciting idea that we're teaching our small children um, practical strategies to take care of their mental and emotional well-being um, from an early age so that, you know, taking care of their psychology is a part of their daily life in the same way that, you know, you take care of a common cold. And I think that's really transformative. It's something I'm really passionate about is, you know, people talking about mental wellness in a way that has no stigma and focusing on... Um, mental well-being as part of the upbringing and educational system. So, yeah, so my, my answer today is Goldie Hawn because I'm really excited to have learned about that foundation. Mm, yes, I really love the teachings that he has uh, for Goldie Hawn. So thank you for sharing with us and for being such an inspiration to you, not only to you, but to all of us here at Today's New Women. We saw you all right, last, uh, Liam, Nadia, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you, and then we'll end from there. Oh, well, many people report improved energy, better focus, and just a general overall positive outlook when they start absorbing high-quality micronutrients. So I would love your listeners to uh, give Micronourish Core a try. We um, have set up a promo code for 10% off, if anybody would like to, with TLW10. And you can just go to micronourish.com and see that. But really, I'd love your listeners to join our community, uh, to check out the articles in our online magazine. You can sign up. We've got some free resources like flashcards to help you focus, coaching tools. Um, We've got tracking sheets to help you sort of measure and balance your own brain-gut balance and your state of mind and energy, etc. And we have lots of experts and contributors coming on board to write about lifestyle strategies uh, for overwhelm and ca- when you're experiencing overwhelm and chaos, which is something that, you know, I'm sure a lot of your listeners understand and we're going to have a lot more content going on for entrepreneurs. So I hope that, you know, your readers will come along, check out micronourish.com, join the magazine, join us on social media, share their insights, they have something they'd like to contribute for an article to uh, let us know, you can reach me at Nadia at micronourish.com as well. All right, so that's www.micronourish.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there now, www.micronourish.com. Take advantage of the generous discount that Nadia is giving us here at Listening Women for 10% off of your order by using TLW10 as the discount code. Again, that's TLW10 for your 10% discount. Uh, 
at www.micronourish.com and I highly encourage you to take her up on this. I'm a tr- true believer on, uh, on, on uh, doing something to improve our gut, our brain health and what is better way than getting all of these nutrients from Micronourish that, uh, and who doesn't want to have better focus and better energy. We all need it. We all want that. So go there now at www.micronourish.com use TLW10 uh, for the discount code to avail of the 10% that uh, Nada is giving us here generously. Again, that link is www.micronourish.com and be involved with the community, be involved in the social media and and be around these people so that you can learn more about what the benefits are, not only for your health, but in your overall well-being. Really a big proponent of this. So give it a, a try, give it a shot, go to micronourish.com and use promo code TLW10. Nadia, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you, and thank you for all that you're doing to support all of us with your podcast and everything that you're putting out and your generosity and spirit. You're greatly appreciated. Thinking of starting a podcast? Seriously consider starting a podcast of your own, remembering that it will allow you to grow in ways you never imagined. It will grow your email list, your audience, your influence, and your bank account. Go to podcastprofitsystem.com to get started. That's www.podcastprofitsystem.com. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.